child dedication dedication if you have a child and a un- child five and under you can sign them up to be dedicate to Jesus on August 27 we are having a prayer walk please come and pray with us we will meet here at 7:30 p.m. August 24th, we are having a prayer workshop. You can come and learn all about prayer. Um, Parents can now walk their kids to class and others can greet each other.
There it is. Can you hear me? The one that was more obvious obviously was not the right one. Good morning, everybody. Thank God for the rain, right? We needed it. It was so good. Um, so, how was everybody's week? I know long, it was long, especially with school starting and getting the kids in routine. Ugh, right? Hopefully week two will be so much better, especially for the teachers, right? So, um, today what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to talk about prayer and why it's so important that we have our quiet time. And so Jesus many times had to, in his life, he had to go off and he had to be alone to pray. And although he was the son of God, he was still human. He was perfect, but he was still human. So as we, uh, go into our reading we kind of uh, been talking about families right and how family matters and our words and the things that we say to each other are important and then um last week i think it was last week right that we talked about difficulties of difficult people um and you know it's hard to deal with difficult people when you're not following god but when you are following god it's still very difficult and sometimes he has to hold you back because you want to act a fool with people right I know for me, I'm like, oh, you are so lucky that I love Jesus because <laughs> I will put hands on you. So, um, so that's what we're going to kind of get into today. We're actually getting ready to start a season of prayer. And so that is something that if you're not familiar with or you're not accustomed to, get ready, get geared, because that is what we are going to be about for a while. We're going to definitely get into the season of it because it's so important and it's so vital, uh, vital to our everyday lives. And honestly, the reality is that we're all broken, right? We're all broken and we're all struggling with something. You know, everybody's walk is different. Everybody's journey is different. And we're broken and dealing with different things um, in different places of our lives. And sometimes we're just completely broken and certain situations that we don't we don't even know what to do or where to go so today jesus is going to definitely show us what we need to do in that aspect um so before we jump completely in right we're going to kind of go in the background because for me when i read i have to know like you can't just tell me one thing i have to know well what happened before that so it makes sense right um so we before we jump completely in to it it's going to be the last supper we're, t we're talking about right after the last supper the night before the crucifixion and um jesus just had dinner right he was him and his homies were all eating and you know grubbing and you know how you know after you have a good time with your friends or your family you want to socialize and be like what's been going on with you right um so that's kind of where we're going to start off and we're going to start off in mark and it's going to be verse 27 and it should be up here in just a second here. I'm like, maybe. <laughs> they're, they're working, guys. They're trying. They're, they're new, so you got to give them a break. But, but hey, the, we got the youth working, so praise God that they're trying today. Um, so it says, they were singing a hymn and went out to Mount Olive. On the way, Jesus told them, all of you will desert me. For the scripture says, God will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. But after I am raised from the dead, 
I will go ahead of you to Galilee and meet you there. So and then it goes on to verse 29, and it says, Peter said to him, everyone else will desert you. I never will. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, Peter, the very night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times that even you even know me. No, Peter declared, if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the others vow the same. I'm like, Peter, what are you doing? Like you were so dramatic, right? I'm like, but you know what? Honestly, church, that's me sometimes. I'm like, no, I promise I'm God. This, I got this, right? And Peter really, you know, he's, they just had this nice supper, right? And he's, you know, Jesus is telling him like, I'm about to go away. And you know, y'all, it's, it's gonna about to get real. Things are about to get difficult. Probably a hard conversation that he didn't wanna have. And then they, they probably really didn't quite understand exactly what was happening at that moment. Like, not completely, right? They couldn't grasp exactly what he was saying, right? But Peter's saying, I never will. How many times, church, do we say we're never gonna do something? You know, we tell God over and over, like, I promise I'll never do that again. But the truth of the matter is, is we're gonna fail him. You know, sometimes our kids fail us, right? They say, I'll never do that, I promise. Like, when I get older, I would never do that to you. And then lo and behold, they do that. And they were like, I didn't say that, right? He even makes it to a point to say, I will die. I will die with you. But see, the thing about it in that, in that scripture right there, Jesus knew, like Jesus knew his heart was in the right place, right? But he knew that in all honesty, he knew that he was gonna fail him. And so it just kind of made me think in my own life, like thinking about how, so many times I've said, I'm going to do something or I promise I'll, you know, even telling God, like, I, I you know what, this time I, I'm being serious for real, for real. I know I told you last time, but this time for real, for real, you know, and, but I fell him again. And then I feel, I have this feeling of like, I don't even want to go to him anymore because I, I failed him. But that's the thing is, is that he knows we're going to fail him and it's okay. He knows we're going to make mistakes because you see, one of the things that, he shows us is that it's it's a, we're gonna fail multiple times but one of the things that i want to point out to you is it takes more than words to follow through with your actions right because you can say all day long you're going to do something but if you're not following through with your actions you can't follow through with your words sometimes because you can say anything and everything and you can make it sound so cupcake-ish, right? But in the reality, if you don't actually truly follow through with it, with your actions, your words mean nothing, you know? And so we have to be mindful. And that was one of the things, you know, when we were even talking about with our families, we have to be mindful because of what we say. But, you know, at the same time, we're going to fail. And so it takes more. Oh, it's okay. That's what I was actually going next to. Um, but failure is part of our success, right? And this, this applies to everything in our lives, right? This applies to us following God because how many times have we failed to get to where we're at right now? You know, when, when I first started my walk with God, it was like, I'm gonna go to church every Sunday. I got this, right? Two Sundays, three Sundays, I fell off the wagon, 
you know, weeks, months, maybe years went by. You know, we, we all go through that. We all fail. Then we get back on track and we're like, I'm doing this again, and then we fall off, right? And even in business, it, it happens even in businesses when you, you know, you fail, and sometimes that's the best way you learn to get to, to, to succeed. Every uh, businessman had failed many times. So that is my big takeaway from this part is that failure is a big part of our lives. And Jesus was so understanding to him. He was like, Peter, you're going to deny me. But it's okay. Like he, he knew and he, he said it in a loving way. And then we read on. And this is going to be now in Mark. And we're going to be reading in uh, 32, 34. This is later this night, right? And it says, they went to the olive grove and call, called Yosemite. And Jesus said to them, sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him. He became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, my soul is crushed with a point of grief to death. Stay here and keep watch with me. And then we read on. It says, he went on a little farther and he fell to the ground. He prayed. If it is possible, this awful hour awaits him, might pass him by. Abba, Father, he cried, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found his disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you keep watch even one hour Keep watch and pray so that you won't give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them again and prayed the same prayer before, as before. When he returned to them again, for they couldn't keep their eyes open. They didn't even know what to say. And when he returned to them a third time, he said, go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But no. The time has come the Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the hands of the sinner. So I know that's a lot, church, like it's a lot. So it's been a long, I'm thinking like this night had to have been like the longest night known to man for real. They just had the Last Supper. They went to the Mount Olive, right? They all gathered and hung out, and that's when he has to break that troubling news, what's about to happen with him. And then he takes his homies with him, right? He's like, you know what, I'm just going to take these, these guys. He takes Peter John and James with him is like, you know what, come with me. And he goes off again to pray, right? And he goes off and they're praying. He's praying and he's telling them, keep watch, right? Keep watch and, and pray, he tells them. But he finds them asleep, right? And he's like, what the heck is happening here? I am freaky now. I am stressed out and y'all are asleep. And then he's like, you know what? Maybe I need more prayer because we always need a little bit more prayer sometimes, right? He goes back and prays again comes back and they're asleep and he's like you know these guys like I just can't with y'all you know <laughs> and then the third time he comes back and he's like I'm done I'm just done with y'all you know and so the one thing that my big thing from this was that one of the things that I wanted to really point out was that he always spent time with God at the beginning it tells you he went off right he went off to pray but he took his friends with him. He went off to pray and it really made me realize that he is human. Like this is the first time that it truly stuck out that he was 
he was in distress and he was freaking out. He was really worried. He was really worried, like, I'm about to have to do this. And he's, he's telling God, his dad, like, dad, are you sure? Like, we've all been there, right? Like, are you sure you really want me to do this? But the thing is, is that he knew he was about to endure something that was going to be so traumatic. And maybe he wasn't really scared to die, but he was scared of the pain, right? Like, nobody wants to go and get, you know, hurt and abused and stuff. So he, I mean, I'm sure he was like, are you sure? He paid three times. And so whenever we then, um, sorry, I'm still a little nervous. Um, so really that's something that if Jesus had to pray, right? If Jesus had to go off and pray at this moment, it was something he did on a consistent basis. He Always in the scriptures, it says so many times in the scriptures, Jesus went off and prayed. But all the times he usually prayed by himself. But he had to make that time. And if he is Jesus, if he is the son of God and had to make that time, how much more important is it for us? And we're just living day to day in this crazy world that we never know what's going to happen from one moment to the next, right? And so he teaches us how to maneuver even when we're being broken. He's teaching us how to pray even in our most difficult moments. And so to overcome our brokenness, we have to stay connected to God, church. It's so important, it's so vital because if Jesus was one-on-one -on -one with God, like we need to be right there too because it, he actually had so much, you know, he had so much favor in God, but at the same time he knew so much because of his connection. And it made me think about how much we communicate, right, with our friends or a family member. Like, you have that one person that you talk to consistently, right, whether it's a relative or a friend, right? And you make time for that person, whether even if it's like, dude, my schedule's filled up for two weeks, but I can pencil you in here, and you make that time, right? When you have people that are important to you, you make that time, right, to spend and to talk to them and get to know them. And that is how you, you know, you're one-on-one -on -one with that person. And when you are one-on-one -on -one and you spend that time, you don't even have to say anything without communicating. You know, you could look at them and you're like, you know, and they're like, there, you know what you're saying? Like, you know, exact in a conversation, you know, when somebody's around or something's happening and you're like, don't do it. You know, without that, without that, because of y'all's communication. So that's one thing that we, we have to get better at. The next thing is the right people will make your stronger connection. I thought, how interesting is it that he took Peter, John, and James, right? He took them with him. And he took them with him to go pray. Never in the time in the scriptures you see him say, like, hey, I'm going to take my homies with me. We're going to go pray. Like, while you know, you pray while I'm over here praying. He always prayed by himself. But he was in a very vulnerable moment and he was like, I really don't want to do this. But, you know, at the end, he tells God, whatever your will is, it, whatever your will is, I'll, I'll do it. I just want to make sure this is what you want me to do, but I really don't want to do this, you know. And so he took his friends. But the thing is, church, is that sometimes our friends are going to fail us. Sometimes our families are going to fail us. And that's normal. You know, we are all doing this journey every single day every single one of us has a different journey we may be you know 
walking the same journey to an extent, even if you're married, you know what I mean? You do that journey together, but your walk with God is still separate. You know, there's things that, you know, he may tell you directly, he may not tell your spouse, or he wants you to do directly, and maybe not your spouse or your friends or your family members. A lot of times, some things you have to do by yourself. And so when people fail us, it's okay. Because the other thing is, is that we have to stay, have that connection with God ourselves. We got to make that time with ourselves. And so the strength, the strength of your connection ultimately depends on you. And let me just tell you, so, you know, it's so important to have friends and to have people that are supportive, right? And, and, in church and outside that are following God, because there's times when you're going to be so broken, you're going to be going through things. And I don't know about you, but I want everybody praying if I'm running through an issue, like, you know, especially if it's something serious, it could, you know, all the little stuff, it's okay, but the big stuff for sure. Right. And so as far as, you know, our friends are good to have, because sometimes in those moments when we feel extremely weak, they're the ones that encourage us and tell us and keep pushing us forward and say, hey, 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 it's okay. God's got you. I'm going to pray for you. We're going to get through this, right? But then there's those moments that we have to be by ourselves with God, right? And so, you know, one day that I was, I was running and um, God really just really kind of said in my heart, like I was running in the field and it was like nobody because it's kind of in a where a cotton field is and there's nobody there. So just kind of like you feel kind of isolated from the world. And he's like, you know, people are going to come in your life and people are going to be by your side at times, but there's some things, you know, you got to do by yourself. He's like, in those moments when you need people, those people will be there for you. But there's times that you're going to really have to do these things. And one day I'm telling you, God talks to me in the most wildest ways sometimes, literally some days it'd just be like a bug or a tree or something. I'm like, what? But the thing is, is that's the communication you need to have with God. You know what I mean? The more you communicate, the more he's going to talk to you, the more things are going to make sense and jump out at you. It's, you know, when he's first talking to you, it's really hard and it's real faint to hear because you don't know what his voice sounds like, right? Or maybe you've heard it and you just kind of been distant. And so we just got to, you know, strengthen that like as an exercise, you know? But as I was driving, right, like one late night, I was um, off of I-27 and I had like a real profound just moment with God. And it was like late. And I was like, I need to talk to somebody and tell them what happened. But it's too late. <laughs> but um, I was driving home for my brothers. And you know, there's lights on I-27, like those big, big, like street lights, right? And so I was seeing those lights. And God was like, you see these ones that are dark, right? Those are people in your lives that, you know, they're not following God. There's, there's people in our lives that, that are and that are not, right? And so these are big people that are not following God. And I was having, you know, kind of trouble seeing, right? But then when I got further down, and then for a moment, I was like cracking up to myself because I was like, maybe LPNL is trying to like save some money. So they cut some of the lights off, you know, trying to save their own electricity. I don't know. But um, as I was going further down, all the lights were on. And I was like, well, you know, God, if you're telling me these big lights are big people in our lives, right, that are supposed to be to encourage us and stay close to the ones with the big lights, right, then I don't need my lights, right? I don't need my car lights because then those people got me, right? And so he was like, well, turn your lights off, girl. You think you got this? Like, 
I was, I was like, are you sure? There was no cards by me, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Like, we were really having a profound conversation at, late at night. And so I turned my lights off, right? And the thing was, church was like, I could not see right was in front of me. Like, those lights, like, they are right here. I could see, but I couldn't see what was right in front of me. It was extremely dark. And he was like, you see, you need to be reading, you need to be praying, and you need to stay close to me because you have to have your light on just as much as you need to have those people that have lights on. And so it really, he said, so that you could see not only far, but you can see what's right in front of you. You could see the whole picture. And I was like, dang, that's deep, dude. <laughs> but it was really something that really just made me think about it. And it really brought this whole thing in order for me. Like, you know, you have those moments when you know, you need to go to somebody and you need to pray and they need to pray with you because maybe you can't pray for yourself, right? Or maybe you don't even know what to pray. I just feel meh, you know? Like that emoji, just meh, you know? I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't feel sad, but I don't feel happy, but I just feel meh, you know? I'm not feeling myself, you know? And sometimes, you know, we need that time with God by ourselves. And, you know, and it just made me think, how more important is it, like, more than ever right now that we really self-check ourselves, right? That we self-check ourselves. Because if I'm being honest with you, as I started working for this study, I really had to self-check my heart, right? And I'm like, you know, I could be doing all these great things, and I could be, you know, I'm listening to praise and worship, and I'm, you know, reading my Bible sometimes. But it was like sometimes, am I reading, am I listening, am I praying consistently, and I thought about how many times, you know, I'm making a point to schedule somebody for, you know, lunch or make sure that I have time with my kids and make certain times for them. And so I thought about how much important is it like, do I even schedule God like that or do I just, I'll fit him in wherever I can. And it really kind of just, it kind of made me sit down like, dang, that's, that's a, it's a really hard spill to Paul, you know. You know what I'm saying, right? What does it say? Uh, pill to swallow, you know, whenever God self-checks you, you know? Because a lot of times when you get closer to God, he's, he self-checks you. But the thing is, church, is because he wants better for you. He wants to, you to be the better version of you. And so he's always going to self-check our hearts sometimes. But in a loving, caring manner, because he's like, I know you got this in you. I see it. You just, you're just not doing it, you know? And so I was like, you know what? I really got to get it together, man. And so um, I made a little space, you know, and you, you do this however you want. But one of the things is I made a little space, you know, at home where this is just my little me and God time, you know, like I'm, I'm going to have a cup of coffee with him. I'm going to sit and talk to him and tell him if I'm, you know, frustrated or mad or upset or to pray whatever I need to pray about for the day. But even if it's five minutes, even if it's 10 minutes. And so for about three weeks ago, I started working on this, right? And I started doing it consistently and it made my day so much more calmer and peaceful. Even when I was having the days that were just, oh, my work, my wheels are just spinning at work and I'm running hundred miles an hour. My day was still filled with peace, even though I was so busy. It made everything a little, just a little bit better. And so the first day of school was my first time that was like out of the norm. I didn't make the extra time. I actually woke up late. I mean. My kids weren't late, but I woke up a little later than I should have. So I didn't have that time, right? So I get to work, and I'm frustrated, and I'm irritated. 
and everything that could go wrong that morning because I can't find all these papers that I need. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying not to have a meltdown. And I, I had to sit back and be like, what, did, what happened? Like, he's like, hey, did you forget about me, bro? Like, we forgot about my time. That's why you feel like this because I'm refilling you every morning. And I was like, dang. I was like, I, I, I need to take a time out. You know, so I had to go to the restroom and sit, and I, I'm not even gonna lie to you, I had to lay on the floor. It's clean at, the, at work. We have our own like women's restroom and there's like three of us, so. I had to lay on the floor and just pray and just ask God to cover me because the way I was feeling, I didn't wanna lose my job that day because I was just so irritated. And normally like I've been dealing with a lot more difficult stuff, but that day was just like, I'm about to tear up every paper in my office, literally. <laughs> And so I, I, I say this to say, like, we need to heart check ourselves, church. You know, be, be honest with yourself. Like, how much time, you know, do we make to watch a show, right? Oh, my gosh, the new Stranger Things has come out. Oh, my gosh, the new episode of whatever or new movie, right? We, we pre-sell it, get it in advance. The new games are coming out. We're like, we have to hurry up and get it. We do make all these things. And we don't, we don't even second guess or think about like, hey, what is it that, you know, I need to, if, even if it's five minutes, you know, while you're, you know, getting ready, while you're driving to work, you know, driving silence, you know, and it's just those little things that make all the difference. So my first chapter is going to be spend some time right now, and we're going to do this right now. Right now, right now. The time is right. So spend some time right now. And I want you to really be honest with yourself. Like, how long have I, how much time do I spend really connecting with God and talking to him? To, I don't know about you, but if I know somebody that knows everything about everything, especially me, they know everything about me in and out. They know what's going to happen before. They know what's going to happen after. You know, they know everything inch of everything that's going to happen in my life or what I should do and what I shouldn't do. I don't know about you, but that's the person I want right by my side. I want you to tell me everything that you know because I want to do this right, you know? Because our ways are not always the best. I don't know how many times I've tried to do things myself and it just turns into a hot mess. And then I am crying like, why? He's like, girl, you didn't talk to me. You made an executive decision without even consulting me. I'm like, dang. But I would have not got you in that situation if you would have just talked to me and you would have listened and been a little bit better at it. You know, Did, didn't make that decision. So I want us to spend at least a minute and I just want us to just close our eyes and just really think like, we are all busy, right? We all got work, we got kids, we got all kinds of stuff. Some of us are going to school, some of us got just such busy lives, right? And so I just want us to spend a few minutes, you know, in God and just and just really talk to, to him and just really think about how much time do you really spend with him? And then we're going to pray about it. And then I got another challenge for you. So I'm going to give you all a few minutes.
Dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you today and I just ask that whatever it is that we've been failing at as far as communicating with you, I just ask that you forgive us, Lord. And I just ask God that um, in this time that we reflect and we think about what we need to do, God, I pray that you strengthen us, that you give us guidance exactly. Give us the desire to follow through with it, God. Help us to get closer to you. Help us to let go of things that don't matter of this world and to really focus, even if it's just for a few minutes, every single day with you, God. I pray, God, that you will strengthen each and every one of us, God, in this time and that you will just be with us, God, in the moments whenever we feel overwhelmed or we feel frustrated, God. I pray, God, that you would just continue to work in us and through us and just help us, God, in those moments when we don't know what to do, God. I pray that every single person here may be strengthened in your connection with you, God, as they pray, and that you will lead them the way that you have been trying to lead them for so long, God. So, God, I just pray that as we enter this time, God, that we will work better at doing whatever it is that you've been pulling at our hearts, pulling at our at our strings and just saying to just spend that time with you, God, that we will drown out the worldly things and just spend that time and communicate better with you, God, and that we could hear your voice so clearly that it's undeniable, that you will speak and confirm things that we've been struggling with for so long, not only through your voice, but through other things, God, and that we will be more attentive at the times whenever we're unsure of things, which way should we should go, to go left or to go right, that you will make it very clear, God, that you will clear this path for us as long as we give you this time, God. So I pray, God, as, as we make this commitment to really spend time with you, God, I just pray, Lord, that you just strengthen our communication with you. You just show up and show out, and that all this will be glorified in your name. I pray, amen. Second challenge I have for y'all. Maybe. Um, it's going to be as what, what y'all is uh, really make that time. Like, you know, we make time again for so many other things that are so unimportant. You know, if we leave this world today, is it going to really matter if we watch that show? Is it going to really matter if we, you know, did those certain things that are unnecessary, right? Even I mean, work is going to be work. We're going to be replaced, right? So we need to make that time. So set a time, you know, even if it's for five minutes, ten minutes, you know, challenge yourselves, you know, on setting that time with God and, you know, whatever it looks like for you. If it's not first thing in the morning, maybe lunchtime, maybe on your car ride, whatever, whatever it looks like for you. But get in communication with him because I promise you, if you don't have that communication, you, you want that. You want that more than anything so that it'll make things so much more understandable. And, you know, because even in the difficult moments, it'll make it a little easier. So that's all I have for y'all today. So I'm going to close us in prayer.
And um, we will have worship team. And I just want y'all to know, right? Like, I don't know about you, but like, I can always use prayer. I'm like, you know, somebody says, well, you may pray, pray us, pray for me. I always need prayer, right? So um, that's something that we need to, you know, we have a community up here of people that want to pray with whatever it is. It could be anything. It could be, I'm struggling at work. I'm struggling with my walk. I'm, you know, struggling with, uh, you know, my kids, whatever, whatever it is. I'm struggling, you know, I, I'm really kind of lost right now. We need to spend, you know, whenever we have prayer team, please, you know, come forth and, you know, get prayer, you know, because we all need it. And so if you need that extraness, I'm telling you, I would be like, we all need to line up because we all got something we need prayer for. But come, you know, come so that we can all spend that time and be praying for you. Because we definitely, as a community, you know, we want to do life as, you know, do, I can't even talk, I'm sorry, after all that, right? We want to do life with you, you know? And, you know, the way Jesus did with his disciples, he did all this stuff with his you know, he, he did so many things for so many people, right? But he poured into 12 people. He poured into 12 people. And so, but he did life with them. He did dinner with them. He, every, you know, he was with them in and out of everything. And so as a community, as a church, that's what we want to do with you. So as we go into a time of worship, if you need prayer, come on up. Your price is right. So, <laughs> so let me pray us out. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you, Lord, for today. I thank you so much, God, for the rain. Um, I just ask that you just cover us as we leave church. Continue to just work in our hearts and our minds, God, because I know there's so much we got going on. Sometimes we're so frustrated and overwhelmed by so many things. But, God, I just pray that we just give you all of our worries, give you all of our stress, all of our our anger, all the things, the sadness, our loneliness, God, because that's a burden that's so hard sometimes to carry. And so, God, I just pray that as we go into worship, as we end our service, God, that everybody here will walk out lighter, that they will feel your presence and that you will be with them in the midst of their week and that you will continue to replenish them every day as they spend that time communicating with you that they will see your goodness in everything that you're doing, Lord. So God, we just give you this time and we just thank you, Lord, for the time that we've had with you. We pray all this in Jesus' name, amen.